morning, glad you are here. A practical matter. Pull out your worship book. Turn in it to page, or hymn number, sorry, not page number. Hymn number, here's how you know the difference. Page numbers are always at the bottom. Hymn numbers are always at the top. Hymn number 887. Hymn number 887. Got it? Thank you. Now you're ready for the opening hymn. Now I have several announcements. The word is Kristallnacht. It was a violent attack against the Jews through the Nazi-controlled German Reich on not November 9 and 10, 1938. It comes from the shards of broken glass that littered the streets after Jewish-owned stores, buildings, and synagogues had their windows smashed. Hundreds were killed, thousands incarcerated, many thousands were sent to concentration camps. Today, Rabbi Bell has been asked by Pepperdine University to share in their remembrance of this historic day. So that's where our Rabbi Bell is this morning. We pray for her time of remembrance with our colleagues at Pepperdine, and we pray for peace over such violence. Second announcement, we give thanks for the cherished right to vote. The downside of any election is the polarization that occurs. There will be winners, and there will be losers. We pray for winners, and we pray for losers. We ask for the peace of God to embrace all of them, and we ask for the grace of God to guide them. Announcement three. We remember our veterans on this day who have served our country, who have shielded us in so many ways in providing us in this land, a land of freedom, and for those who are brave. Veterans, if you are in the room, please stand that we could share a note of appreciation with you. No veterans today. Think of them as you know them thank them. Thank you. We welcome to the pulpit this morning the Reverend Dr. Moses Penumaka. How did I do? Perfect. He is the Director of Theological Education for Emerging Ministries at our seminary located in Berkeley. Moses shared with me his travel schedule to get here today which included yesterday's trip to Chicago, back to his home up in San Francisco, a couple of hours asleep to get here to be with us today. Great to have you with us. The last announcement. Well, they're in your bulletin, so you can consult them there. We have a sign-up sheet out in the narthex needing more ushers for the Christmas concert. 
we thank you as you sign your name on that sheet of paper. With that, I invite you to stand for our morning's invocation. God, our Lord, you know us and love us as your children. Your mercy towards us reflects in our daily life. We feel your presence by our side when we choose to love instead of hate. When we broaden our table to accept the stranger. When we offer words of healing instead of anger. When we bring hope into our lives.
grace to you and peace from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. How do we know that we are known and loved by God? So on this, for this question, I have selected uh, the scripture from Isaiah, Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 to 11. Verses 4 to 10. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, oh, Lord God, Truly, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a boy. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a boy, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and you shall speak whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations, over kingdoms, to pluck up and to pull down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Grace to you and peace from God our Creator, Jesus Christ our Redeemer, and Holy Spirit who guides us into all truth. It is indeed a delight and honor for me to be with you and bring the Word of God on this special day. It's also a great privilege for me to bring greetings to you from Pacific Lutheran Theological Seminary in Berkeley and from all the students of theological education for emerging ministries. There are around 40 students in the certificate program who serve congregations who are serving uh, the people in rural parts of America and studying theology doing theology with the people at the same time. I want to thank Reverend Scott for inviting me and for to, I want to thank Rabbi Bell and Elizabeth for all their support and help in preparing for this day. This morning I want to share three things very briefly. First, today is a very special day as we have heard from Pastor Scott, it's a Veterans Day. Um, it is um, very special, very painful, as our friends from the Jewish community gather with Rabbi Bell. And uh, today, it's a special day because 533 years ago, a great German professor of theology 
the farmer of Christian faith tradition and German culture, composer of many beautiful hymns, a monk, but who became a priest later, Dr. Martin Luther was born. He was born in Eisleben or Eisleben in Germany, Saxony at that time of the Holy Roman Empire. Luther and I, I was born in India, in a rural India called Rajamundri, miles away from Germany, but grew up learning first about this German thinker and a Jewish rabbi, Jesus. And then I also learned about the Indian sages, philosophers, thinkers. I'm grateful for the education, especially theological education, that gave me the opportunity to study and learn from great thinkers, both from the West and from the East. As we uh, remember Martin Luther today on his birthday, Martin Luther was a great uh, theologian, one of my favorite theologians. He was a prolific writer. Among many of his profound sayings, I like these three. Martin Luther said, if you want to change the world, Pick up your pen and write. Another time he said, one book is enough. But a thousand books is not too many. But the, the best thing I, I, I liked this one, he said, every book is a great action. And every great action is a book. Luther speaks like a liberation theologian. No wonder liberation theologians like Luther's works and his commentaries on the Bible because he gave so much importance to the word, the scripture, and how we need to put that word into action. Words written and spoken that are translated into action will surely change, change the world, transform the world for better of a verse. This day, as we reflect on the theme, known and loved by God, I want to see how Luther saw the connection between the word and action. And I want to say how I see the relationship between knowing and loving, known and loved by God. I'm really delighted that the chapel has been reflecting on this theme, known and loved by God. When I was invited to speak on this theme, I felt, um, what does this mean? This is a great affirmation, a great promise. What does it mean? For me, it means that we are known and loved by God. In other words, God knows us and loves us. God knows each one of us and loves each one of us as who we are. Black, white, brown, yellow, whatever our color is. God loves us and knows us. God knows us and loves us. There is an intimate relationship between knowing and loving. Knowledge in mind and love in heart. 
similar to the relationship between word and action as Luther talks about. But how do we know that we are known and loved by God? How do you know that you are known and loved by God? I'm sure many stories or feelings or memories come to your mind. I reflected on this question. I asked a friend how she would find, how she would respond to this question. She said, I just know it. She also remembered her first date, which was her last date too. She said when she went into the restaurant, she thought God spoke to her and she knew exactly that this is the man that she would like to spend the rest of the, her, her life. And it happened and she felt that that time she knew that God knows her and loves her. She also said how she came into a life and death situation where she was taken literally into a cloud, a white light, where she heard a voice to say, I want you to serve my people. She thought she's almost dying, but then she came to senses, and then she committed her life to become a pastor. Then she asked me, how do you know that you are known and loved by God? I try to answer like it's as a theologian. We know it when we see the face of God in the accidental saints, as Nadia Bowles Weber would say. We know that we are known and loved by God when we give up all hopes and then see a glimmer of hope. We see God when we are most happy, most sad, totally lost, totally broken, totally empty and totally confused in good times and in bad times. We know that we are known and loved by God. God loves us and knows us. How do you know that you are known and loved by God? I can tell many stories in my life about how I know. But to stand in front of all of you this day itself is a witness. If only you know where I was born in India as most of the Protestant Christians in India treated as untouchables, where we, were grew, we grew up in poverty, and how I was also at a life and death situation. And after five and a half decades to stand before you itself, a living witness that I am known and loved by God. How do you know that you are loved and known by God? When we look to the scripture, Jeremiah, a Jewish prophet, 
highly respected among Jews in par with Moses, highly respected as one of the prophets in Islam, and highly respected in Christianity as well. Jeremiah wrote very powerful prayers, confessions, lament, as we read, heard today, and dialogues that reveal the depth of prophets' understanding of the character of God and the nature of God's relationship to people. For Jeremiah, the God of Israel was the incomparable God of all creation, the Lord over nature and history. God, as he understood, was reigned not only over Judah and Israel, but over all nations. Jeremiah's prophecies, the thread that wove together Jeremiah's knowledge of God was his understanding of the Word of God. The Word of God permeated prophet's life and speech for God himself promised to touch Jeremiah's mouth and infuse divine words into Jeremiah's mind and speech. From then on, God's word, words were like an unquenchable fire burning within the prophet's soul. He was keenly aware that the call of God in his life had been determined by God before he was born, before his conception. As God's word became a reality in his life, the prophet understood that God knew him and called him to proclaim critically, proclaim critical message at a crucial point in the history of the nations. Jeremiah was aware that this knowledge, the, God knew him refers to the intimate knowledge that comes from the relationship and personal commitment. The intimate relationship and personal commitment that was made apparent in God knowing him, sanctifying him, and appointing him as a prophet to the nation. As we continue to reflect on the theme for this year, known and loved by God, we are reminded once again that it is our intimate relationship and our personal commitment of what our mind thinks and how our heart feels. It is our intimate relationship and personal commitment to work with strangers, aliens, immigrants, homeless, lonely people. It is that which affirms that we are known and loved by God. With our intimate relationship with God and our neighbors, we are called, like the prophet Jeremiah, to plant the seeds of hope, seeds of love, and seeds of tolerance. 
without intimate relationship with God and our neighbors. We are called to build communities where there is no more fear, where there is no more insult, where there is no more exclusion. Through our lives, may we affirm that we know and love God and we are known and loved by God. May the peace of God that surpasses all understanding fill our hearts and minds and help us to practice our faith so that everyone may see we are known and loved by God. Amen. Let us share the bounty of your love with our brothers and sisters. Let us share joy in giving with each other. Let us feel your presence among us as we dwell in harmony. Amen. <laughs>